Welcome to Handful. Today is Wednesday, October 7th, and I'm your host, Jared. So what does incarceration look like in other parts of the world? The United Nations General Assembly established a list of rules titled the Basic Principles for the Treatment of Prisoners in 1990. Rule 8 states that conditions shall be created enabling prisoners to undertake meaningful remunerated employment which will facilitate their reintegration into the country's labor market and permit them to contribute to their own financial support and to that of their families. We've discussed in this series how prisons pay people experiencing incarceration in the U.S. little to no pay for their labor. The experience of incarcerated people working in prisons in the U.S. generally cannot contribute to their own financial support or that of their families. And the low wages they earn often have to go back to basic necessities that they have to purchase in the commissary, like razors and shampoo. While the United States PIC is unique in its ties to the history of slavery and the forced labor of black people, the U.S. is not the only nation with for-profit prisons or the only nation that profits off of prison labor. The UK also follows a model of penal labor. According to the Incarcerated Workers Organizing Committee, people experiencing incarceration in the UK have no rights to organize and no rights to choose the type of work that they engage in. If people experiencing incarceration refuse to work, they can have their visiting hours or time spent outdoors revoked. And like the US, laborers in the UK make far below the minimum wage. This low-wage labor, like the United States, can also be for third-party companies who are selling goods to actual consumers. Australia and New Zealand both also use for-profit facilities, but these facilities are incentivized by the government to function even better than the government-run facilities. The goal is to maintain human conditions for those who are experiencing incarceration. In some for-profit facilities in Australia and New Zealand, these facilities receive government bonuses if people experiencing incarceration are not re-incarcerated upon release. In addition, the contracts that these facilities have with the government will decrease if conditions inside the prisons are poor, like if the temperature is too high, for example. So how is the U.S. for-profit system different from these models in other countries? Well, for starters, the U.S. incarcerates far more people than the comparable nations. For example, New Zealand has just over 10,000 people incarcerated in their country, whereas the U.S. has over 100,000 people in just for-profit prisons alone. The U.S. incarceration rate is 693 people per 100,000 residents, more than any other nation according to prisonpolicy.org. Overall, despite the U.S.'s uniquely high rates of incarceration and the nation's ties between enslavement and incarceration, it is not the only nation that profits off of incarcerated labor. Coming to the end of this microcast, I'd like to thank Eve for writing this episode. And with that, we're at the end of today's handful. We'll see you tomorrow. Handful is a production of Novel Hand, a community that's turning activism into impact. Check back tomorrow morning for our next episode.